Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Todd Landry, Corporate Vice President of Market and Technology Strategy at JMA Wireless. Welcome, Todd. Thanks, Allison. Glad to be here. So, Todd, why don't you just brief us on JMA Wireless and your role in the industry, as well as your role at the company? I think this is the first time that JMA has been on Chip Chat. I think it is the first time. And uh, yes, JMA Wireless, Allison, has been in the wireless side of the industry for quite some time. We really grew up building RF distribution systems in large-scale venues. So we're widely known for being in Super Bowl-level venues in the sports industry, particularly in the U.S. I think we've deployed some 90 stadiums and arenas and environments that are very challenging for delivering radio frequency technology, but they are really meeting the requirements of mobile users. So that's kind of been our history. And of course, more recently, as we've been working with Intel, we've also really delivered a new platform called XRAN, where we're building the virtualized RAN platform and building a path to 5G. Now, let's talk about that. This is an interesting area in terms of the broader 5G transition what is the opportunity represented by virtualized RAN versus historical radio access solutions? And what is JMA looking at in terms of an opportunity to address operator requirements? It's an important transformation. You know, many of these networks are under pressure because of the related cost to operate them. And what that's doing as we are moving towards 5G is putting increased pressure because more and more equipment has to be rolled out to enable this new capability. If you add to that the fact that we're looking at mobile operator services now as more than just plumbing for connectivity, and we're looking at it as how can we enhance more revenue-generating service value, it means that we've got to move intelligence to the edge of the network. To do that and achieve all these things, we really need to transform the network to software. The core of the network started with network function virtualization. A lot of the capabilities in the IMS and the core of the network have started to make their transformation into all software. GMA, one of the things we introduced a year ago was our XRAN 100% software RAN platform. That was a key platform to start to move the edge of the network to a standard off-the-shelf server technology, which is where we tie in with Intel in the compute platforms that you guys deliver. And that enables us to really empower the edge of the network with an all-software, fundamentally changing all the economics, reducing power, reducing footprint, reducing cooling, all the things that result in high operational cost, we are now fundamentally shifting to a new type of the edge of the network. What does this mean from a JMA wireless perspective in terms of your own innovation requirements as well as how you work with other partners? What it means for us is the ability to participate in a really a disruptive transformation of the edge of the network. And it's a shared vision among many suppliers in the industry, in particular, of course, Intel, which makes this alignment so good between the companies because we're really leveraging compute platform technology to be able to enable this new disruptive transformation. 
and really proven it now in live customers out in the network. We've announced several large-scale venues now where we have a large LTE connectivity in the large-scale venues with LTE connectivity operational on an all-software platform. So this is a significant transformation. Now, add to that the topic of 5G, which means many things right now. We've added this to our portfolio with our announcement and closure of our acquisition of phaser technology end of last year. And we're now bringing that into the process to add a whole new layer of high-speed and low-latency connectivity to the marketplace. When you look at the acquisition of Phaser and what it brings to your portfolio, how does that impact the types of collaborations and solution conversations you're delivering in the industry? And how do you think that this broader technology trend will influence how operators look to start deploying 5G in 2019? For GMA, what it adds to the portfolio is the ability to deliver to the marketplace solutions at the edge of the network that can include current bands today, which we often call the low bands, and new emerging mid-bands. In the U.S., the example is CBRS, and then we have new forthcoming frequencies or spectrum in that, in that mid-band space. And then it more importantly adds the addition of millimeter wave bands. And as we go forward in the marketplace, All of these different bands will be used at different times in different places to provide new types of connectivity to the mobile user environment. Now, what it does in the ecosystem is it further extends the vendor relationships to leverage technologies that each of us provide. And in an Intel scenario, beyond just compute processors like Xeon, we have FPGA and other technologies that now get embedded in these very high-end millimeter wave edge antennas. More importantly, what it's done is it's brought a portfolio that interworks together. So when we bring the phaser technology into the JMA wireless portfolio, it has a natural intersection with our XRAM platform. And what's important about that in 2019 is that we have a core network today that is built around the LTE technology. It will take some time for that core network to evolve and reach pervasive areas of 5G core network capabilities. So the combination of our phaser technology with XRAN allows us to create what's called a non-standalone solution that can cover this full range of bands and leverage the existing core network technology to enable new services in all these venues in 2019. What are the key things that you think the industry needs to address to obtain the trust from operators that this technology is ready for broad scale deployment? And what are the opportunities within those challenges in terms of additional industry innovation? What we really see is the need for the industry to continually adopt open approaches to the intersects between the different technologies. There's a number of initiatives going on in the industry now among major organizations to continue to push for more interworking between different suppliers of different technologies. The result of this is it gives operators the opportunity to leverage best-of-breed technologies. You know, we know from decades of change we've seen that 
when you open the store and you allow new disruptive technologies to enter in the marketplace, good things happen. And to do that, these networks that have been largely built on more monolithic structures with proprietary inner working are really seeking to open up. It allows new capabilities to be deployed. It allows new technologies to be used. It allows the market to be more competitive. And the net result of that is we'll have more services that generate more revenue and more capabilities in the market than we've had before. I know that you've been engaging with Intel very closely on XRAN. Can you tell me a little bit more about that collaboration and why JMH chose to work with Intel in this space? When we decided to build XRAN as an all-software platform to achieve the critical functions that XRAN does in the network, we needed to work closely with what is available in things like your Xeon processors so that we can leverage that capability. Now, as we developed it and realized that coming closer to Intel would help us get greater insight into that and would open up the doors and the dialogues for what else is possible, what else is coming at us, it allowed us to optimize and learn more about what we could do with our software to make sure that it could provide the best overall performance without us having to go add more hardware layers. Now, as we work with Intel going forward, we do it in several ways. We work at a technology dialogue level where we ensure we understand what we're doing, and then we work in another layer in the marketplace really promoting directly with customers, not just mobile operators, but the end environments, because it's as important for large venues to understand what's transitioning with the technology and what it could mean for their environments. We've all heard the discussion and the topic called smart cities or smart buildings, smart venues. People that are the CIOs of large venues are trying to understand the roadmap and trying to understand what's possible. And the collective synergies allow us to communicate to the industry what to expect and what you should see going forward. And it creates an element of momentum and demand for new capabilities and new services which at the end of the day, that's what we want as operators and what's what we want as vendors. Todd, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. One final question for you. If folks are listening and they want to learn more about JMA Wireless's solutions and want to engage with your team, where would you send them for more information? Well, certainly the easiest way is jmawireless.com. There's quite a bit of information there on the site and you can always tap your information into our website, and we have a team ready to help you understand our technology and how we can help you. So don't hesitate to hit jmawireless.com. Awesome. Thanks so much for being on the program today. It's been a real pleasure. Pleasure's mine, Allison. Thank you so much. 